0: is Become a Competent Biblical Counselor. I'm Dr. Dave Jones, and today's episode is entitled, Where is Your Fight? And we're going to use Judges chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. And it reads as follows, After the death of Joshua, the Israelites asked the Lord which tribe should go first to attack the Canaanites. The Lord answered, Judah, for I have given them victory over the land. The men of Judah said to their relatives from the tribe of Simeon, Join with us to fight against the Canaanites living in the territory allotted to us. Then we will help you conquer your territory. So the men of Simeon went with Judah. When the men of Judah attacked, the Lord gave them victory over the Canaanites and the Perizzites. So you're going to have some people contact you with a multitude of various different kinds of problems in their life. And so many times they have gotten to the point to where they just given up. There's nothing more that they can do. They've done everything in the world that they're supposed to do. They just can't seem to lick this thing and they don't know what to do because they really don't want to continue living like this. So that's why they're calling you. So you'll hear complaints about fear. They're a fear of losing their job. They're a fear of the doctor's report. They're a fear of losing a the car. They're a fear of having uh, not enough money to pay the bills you name it, they have fear and they've just given up because they don't know what they're going to do and they're scared. Then there's the problem with temptation. We have a problem with anxiety or they just feel like they're just totally out of control with their life. What are they going to do? So a lot of times they just turn to medication. Medication that is not legal. Medication that is not helpful. But they hope that if they can escape for just a little bit, they'll be able to handle this situation at another time. Or if they're not taking different kinds of medicine, maybe they're taking alcohol. Maybe they're doing things that are really going to hurt their body, but they just don't realize it at the time. They're just looking for an escape. So they're coming to you as an end of all results to try to get help. And in essence, what they've done, they've lost their fight. They're tired. They're worn out. They're totally spent and they're done. And as a matter of fact, you'll have some Christians say, you know what, I just don't trust God like I used to. I pray, I read the Bible, I listen to Christian music, and I can't get him to answer me, to pay attention to what I'm going through. And so I'm just ready to give up, and I just don't know what to do, and I'm scared. So counselor, what are you going to do? How are you going to handle this? How are you going to respond to this? Well, there's one thing I want you to get out of the verse that we read, Judges chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. Notice what happened in those verses. First of all, they asked a question. They asked God, what should we do? Who should we take with us? Secondly, they received an answer. Thirdly, they asked for some help to do what God required of them to do. And then the fourth thing that they did, which is very, very important— they acted and God gave them the victory. At this point, this is where you are authorized and expected to be very direct, to be very direct with what they should do and what they should not do. Because this counselee doesn't know when they're coming to you, what should I do? Well, first of all, they need to number one, ask God for guidance, number two, be sensitive to God's answer, three, Once you feel that you have God's answer, you have a direction to go, and you need some encouragement, you need some help, have them call you to give you that encouragement and give you that help. And then as a result of doing that, take action and initiate your fight. We're back to the fight. They cannot give up. They cannot say, well, I'll do it at another time. They have to determine what are they going to do about this problem. I think one of the most fascinating things, too, that I just learned not too long ago was a a quote in an article that says, at any given moment, you have the power to say, quote, this is not how this story is going to end. And have your counsellor repeat that with an attitude. At any given moment, I have the power to say, this is not how this story is going to end. You can see the fight You can hear the fight. You can sense the fight. This person is determined to get this thing fixed and to change. But that's only the first problem. The second problem, we have people that are too lazy to fight. They want to just do something easy. They're hoping that you'll give them a quick little answer. You'll give them a prayer that's going to fix it. They just don't want to take the time and the effort to fight. And you have to get across to them that nothing is going to happen Unless they fight for it. You have to hammer in and stress very strongly that they have to fight for whatever change that they want to make. And then there's a third problem. They don't know what kind of a change that they want to make. They have to get to the point of realizing how long are they going to wait to fight, to fight that pornography that's in their life. When are they going to start to fight the fact that doesn't need to be a part of their life? And how are they going to fight that? When are they going to get started? And how about drinking? When are they going to get to the point of getting with their buddies and saying, you know what, we don't need to be doing this anymore on Friday nights to get so drunk that we don't know what we're doing. We need to stop this. There's the fight. And fitting in. Sometimes you just don't fit in at school or at work or whatever. So what? When are you going to fight the, the impulse to try to fit in but do what God wants you to do and to fit into his world. I spoke to a woman a couple of years ago who was a Christian counselor, so she said. And I said, so uh, what's going on? How you doing? And she says, well, I'm really depressed. I'm really down or whatever. And I said, really? So what are you doing about it? She says, well, I'm praying a lot. I'm studying the Bible. I'm meditating, and I just can't seem to get any success. So I said to her, I said, well, why don't you just stop praying about it? And she says, what do you mean stop praying about it? I said, why don't you start acting and start doing what the Bible says you must do? I said, what is, where is your fight? You need to fight to get through this impulse that you've allowed to enter your life. And her response to me was, well, I could take a pill and feel better in 15 or 20 minutes. You see, that is so sad. She just didn't want to put the effort in to try to change, to try to fix this problem. She had no fight. Shame on her. To which I told her, well, I said, yeah, you will probably feel better superficially in a few minutes, but this afternoon you're going to have to go through this again. And tomorrow you'll go through it again. I said, what is your fight? And where is your fight to stop doing this every single day? Because it will not stop. She didn't want to talk about it anymore. So the problem I'm trying to make, and you can sense that, there was no fight there. Many of your counselees will give up if they have to fight. They just don't want to. And you as a counselor have to constantly repeat over and over again that they need to fight for it. Now, what is the it? The it could be peace of mind, contentment, sanity. How about joy? You want to have more joy in your life? You need to stop doing what you're doing now and say, I am not going to live this way anymore. This is not how this story is going to end, and I'm going to fix this thing. I don't care what it costs. The right relationship with God or your spouse. You have to fight for wholeness. You have to fight for freedom. You put whatever you want into the word of it, but you have to fight to change, and they have to understand what they're going to fight from. And fight to what? A lot of times they don't even know that. So you have to really constantly ask them, what do you want to change? What are you willing to fight to change? A lot of times, if they had a mentor in their life that could support them and encourage them and, and get involved with their daily activities, that's very, very helpful. But they have to understand that they don't fight for victory They fight from victory. And that point is the fact that you may have not been successful at all in their problems in the past and the problem that they're dealing with now. But if they could just realize a little victory today, maybe that's enough for them to realize, well, if I can have a victory in this small way today, maybe I can do this again tomorrow. And then maybe I could set up a a, journal or a chart to monitor this, because I am willing to fight. Once they start seeing some success, and once they start acting on that change, then they will start feeling better, and they will start fighting more, because they have had the victory. They've tasted the victory that God has given them, and how exciting that is. There was a movie back in 1993, it's entitled Rudy. Some of you saw that. Rudy. Rudy was a young college student at Notre Dame University, and he always wanted to be a student at Notre Dame. finally made it, but he always wanted to be a football player and play on the football team. Rudy was a small little guy, and he just couldn't fit. He couldn't even fit the uniform. They didn't have a uniform small enough for him to wear. But he was not athletically inclined, but he had this dream. He had this image in his mind of what he wanted to do at Notre Dame, and he was willing to fight for it. So rather than quit and give up, he became the equipment manager for the Notre Dame football team. Four years, he was the equipment manager Every time the team got together before a game and practiced or practiced during the week or whatever, he was there too, and he was out there practicing with them, even though he was not an athletic part of the team. Rudy had fight. Rudy was not going to give up, even though people kept making fun of him, laughing at him, telling him, little boy, little little man, you're just not going to make it, so just continue doing the equipment. Rudy says, nope, I'm going to play on this team. And he had fight. And a lot of times I use this example with counselees, too. I'll say, where is your fight? You're just going to give up? Rudy didn't give up. This is after I've asked the counseling, did you see the movie Rudy? Oh, yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, but you know, Rudy never gave up. You cannot give up. You have to stay with the fight. It came at the end of Rudy's fourth year at Notre Dame. And sure enough, the very last game of the season, the coach looked at him and said, Rudy, you've been waiting for this chance. It's the last game of the year. Suit up. I'm going to put you in. Rudy played two downs. Rudy fought. Rudy had the chance after that to realize there's nothing that can keep him down. He can solve these problems. He can fight through these problems. And at some point in time, I'm sure he had the opportunity to to say when asked, where did you go to school? Oh, I went to Notre Dame, and I played football for the Fighting Irish. And he was right. He did. Played two downs, but you know what? He fought. He realized his dream. He got the victory. You can imagine what his life was like the rest of his life. He overcame that obstacle. He fought, and he fought for four years, and he got the victory. Convince your counselees to continue fighting. Do not give up. And thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Bye.